A nature trail is more than a path. It's a place for weekend laughter, moments of self-reflection, or a much-needed breath of fresh air. With All Trails Plus, you can plan your next hike, ride, or run with confidence so you can relax and enjoy the journey. All Trails Plus gives you all the info you need in one place so you can make the most of your time outdoors. Quickly discover new trails near you and spend less time driving and more time on the trail with the Distance Away feature. And get immersive trail previews and 3D views so you know what to expect before your first step. Want to go where cell service can't? Download the map to keep your route in hand and never get lost, even offline. You can even get alerts if you take an unexpected turn. There's a trail out there for everyone. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus. Just use code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code PODCAST23. Ladies and gentlemen from the Microsoft Theater here yeah. in downtown Los Angeles. Hey, yo, I see you, man. Brought to you by Sean Porter Promotions. Hey, yo, Sean Porter, hold tight. We coming out there. Live from Los Angeles. Hey, yo, put your headphones on, man. It's time for the main event of the here it evening. Is. I'll be the one with the rolling on. Tom Ford with it. Pray the Lord for the team. What's up, fellas? Yo. Another day, man. We back. Yes, sir. Do y'all look forward to Sundays? Uh, it depends on how I'm feeling today. I'm not feeling it, but we're gonna knock this out. <laughs> the Bay and the Browns don't play today either, so there wasn't it wasn't a whole lot to look forward to other than chatting a little boxing with my guys. Right. Yeah, that I mean people always say, What you doing today? Hey man, podcast. That's about it. <laughs> That's your Sunday. Yeah, I don't really want to go to nowhere. You know, went out to breakfast, but you know, kept it low key. I didn't do church this morning. I should have, but I did not. Yeah, I woke up to church being played real loud in my house. <laughs> is she? Is like she that. watching Remnant? Uh, no, she's found something else she likes. Oh, but okay. I thought my mama was here or something. Like, my mama downstairs <laughs> cleaning. <laughs> yeah, the church being played real loud in my house. Yeah, buddy. Hey, hey, question. You know, I was, we was talking about this last night. Hey, you guys ever play basketball in high school? Maybe you, Sean? Uh, I did a little bit. What about you, Carson? Like, just playing back, like pickup basketball? I didn't no, play no, basketball. no, like try out for the team. It's cool. Nah, 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 I just play pickup ball. Oh, okay. I played so, freshman and yeah, sophomore year. One year, uh, you know, I tried out. I, I made the team, but it was another kid trying out with us, and he, uh, he didn't make the team. We was think, I was thinking about it. He flipped out on the coach because he came in. He wanted to be a Jason Williams. So he, he had like eight assists and some steals. Didn't make the team. He's like, I could I have buckets I could have made, but instead I wanted to pass the ball and I didn't make this team. <laughs> then he got nervous to say, Anthony didn't do nothing. Anthony didn't do Damn. Nothing. Hey, hey, that's what you get. Hey, you know what? I'm. A, hey, first of all, everybody, welcome to the Porter Way Podcast. <laughs> Uh, and we're going to get back to this because we got to get to this this week. But um, Carson. Oh, here we go. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But oh, I got to tell a quick story. And I got to also shout out David Lane, my boy Dave. Freshman okay. oh. year, I made the basketball team and he did not. That's crazy. Knowing the skill level. Wow. Of YouTube, hey, David crazy. Lane is one of the top. I've never really seen him play. I've seen him online at play. One of the top five personal people I know who play basketball. Yeah. I know people in the league. Yeah. That kid can ball. Yeah. So, and Sean's not in my top five. No. Not in my top 10. No. Not close. No. Keep going. I'm, 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 I'm in the top 15. I got it. You're, you're a guy he knows that play, has played basketball. Right. That's pretty much your qualification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, listen, and, and I, okay. I knew what it, I knew what it revolved around. I'm not going to say it on, on, on this, but 
I remember when when we tried out and everything. It was a legit tryout, and either you made or you did not. And I mean, like, y'all know how it is with football. It's like if you want to be on the team, you on the team. Yeah. With basketball, like you just have a you don't have enough bench for that, so you got to try out or whatever. And I remember um, everybody that I had known that had tried out. I was like. I was basically counting them like, all right, you gonna make it, you gonna make it, you gonna make it, you gonna make it. And I felt like I, I was like on the brink of not being on the team. Sean, that was me. That was me. He was on the brink. Yeah, yeah. I was on yeah, the brink. I'm like, yeah, he definitely gonna make it. Of not making the team. And lo and behold, I made the team and uh David Lane did not. And I remember like I made an excuse for him. I was like, I mean, oh, I only made a team because I I started in, vast, in varsity for football. So, you know, that's the only reason why I made a team and you didn't. Like, I was legit trying to come up with reasons he didn't. But, I mean, that I knew. That coach it, was probably sitting there afterwards like, what the hell did I do? He had, so Dave had a brother who was, I believe, a senior when we were, when we were freshmen. So, and Dave, I mean, like you, Dave been playing ball his whole life. So the high school knew about him. Everybody knew what the deal was with Dave. I, I might as well go ahead and say it. his grades was the issue when he was a freshman. So the 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 uh, the, the lesson here: do well in school, kids. Exactly, because the coach did not put him on the team, understanding that if I don't let somebody else get on the team, and then he doesn't, his grades aren't right, then I'm then I'm missing out. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm pretty sure I made the team. Because of his grades <laughs> I did not make the team Because uh, My hustle game was right My defense was right Show sure enough Was not my offensive game and, and Even at that point in time I really didn't even understand Like the X's and O's Of basketball You know what I mean So Did, did you bring something to the team? I, I brought that, That's what I brought to the team I brought I was an athlete And you couldn't get past me On, 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 the, on the court my my defense, believe it or not, Carson, back in the day, my defense was tight. Like now it's nothing. Like it's it's shit now. But back in the day, like you couldn't get by me. And uh and I think that that was really the only thing I had to bring to the team was just a good defense. Hey, this you need is your energy freshman year? Say again. This is your said, freshman you need, year? You need yeah. energy oh, guys. I was a freshman and a sophomore uh when I played ball. Uh yeah, I was that guy, like I would press you. At full court I was the only play Like we were Wasn't no full court press <laughs> It was It was Sean Porter at, at full court press And then you know And then eventually If you got past me You know what I mean You you set up your offense And, and worked your way through uh, hey, but my, fr- my freshman year We went 25 and 2 My freshman Not year we, we were uh, We yeah, were hey. pretty good My freshman year Hey We went on to have The same coach All the way to our senior year But I remember one game my freshman year, I was just like an enforcer. All I would do is I'll do I do dirty work. I'm Dennis Rodman basically. Uh-huh. You got Kendrick so one game I had, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just six four, but doing best I can against six eight dudes. I had a cousin cross the cross town rivalry. He's six eight, just giving it to me. Dang. But when I get when you get in the post, that was my game. I got power. But one <laughs> game I had five points at halftime. Four rebounds, five assists. Coach flipped out. How the sorriest player on our team is out here putting up numbers? The sorriest player. I said, hold on, bro. Hold on. Like, Don't use on, my success man. as an example. Yeah. And was ready to hang his jersey the rafters and then got torn down. He apologized after the game, but I'm like, whatever, man. It is what it is. That's crazy. That's another He's crazy like, all story. Oh, he got his hustle. My He'll just give you everything he got. 
that's 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 all I was on the on the on the court too. But another crazy story is my sophomore year, all of the freshmen that we had some really good freshmen that played when we moved at sophomore year, all those guys moved up to varsity. And so we had like some some weak sophomore players on the JV squad. The JV was crap. We even had we were pulling up freshmen to come play with us on the JV, but we went like I think the whole season we might have went like two and twenty or something like that. Something mm. crazy. But we lost like ten games in a row. And and every I remember like after every game, you know, slowly after you start losing and losing and losing, people started crying, started crying. Remember this one dude <laughs> on the team, he had a team meeting. He said, Hey, we need to have a team meeting. Let's try to figure this out. So we all get together, we in the locker room, like, what do we need to do to win? A, a team meeting at sophomore. Sophomores, right, right. Dude said, dude said, hey, and I and he was like, Hey, he said, How about we start praying before the games? I was like, All right, yeah, let's pray. And then I, I led the prayer like every single game before we went out. We still was losing, but but we stuck with our prayers till we until we won a couple games. But we was trying everything to get some to squeeze out some victories when I was a sophomore. No good. That's crazy. Carson, what you want to play football? That's it. Yep. You, what about soccer? Nah, I, I I'm he decent now. Nothing like about soccer. Yeah, I'm decent now playing pickup, but oh, nah, okay. I wasn't built for that. That's a lot of running. Okay, so so what we, what's going on in the boxing world these days, Sean Porter? I ain't see. I, I'm sitting here looking for you on Thursday. I'm like, oh, I gotta watch Sean. There's some there's some more uh, some more personal business we need to attend to first. Oh, oh us personally? Yeah, the the three of us. Oh, okay, it's, let's 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 do it. It's four hour. It's for our audience. Okay. okay. But uh, but at the end of the day, I think you know if we don't address it, then it, then it might not ever get addressed. No, I know what it is. Right, Domino. Yeah, the second he said <laughs> the second he said it was personal, I had a hunch this was Matt took some time, man. I wrote down a whole bunch. At least let me get him off. I wrote down a whole Sorry, bunch of. Uh, I wrote down a whole bunch of nicknames, you know, aka ring names, aka's for uh for Ant right there. Carson, I think you good. You good with C Merc, right? Works for me. No, I'm good with Ant. Or or Panda. That Panda's popped up in the comments. I'm a fan. I of that. do like Panda. I do like yeah. Panda. We could, I'm good with Ant. I, I I know you good with Ant. Hey, but what about what about uh? So so here's the thing. You don't want people to know what you do for a living. No, don't bring, no, no, no. No, just leave that out. Leave that leave that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the hell up! You're dying. Okay, all right, cool. Okay, we got, we got. okay. Well, all right, well, you, all right, cool. Go on to the next one. So anybody that no, 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 that that wasn't the name, but <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 oh no, 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 that wasn't the name. That wasn't the name. But but for those who don't know, Ant basically your life outside of Saturday and Sunday is work, and you probably working on Saturdays. And yeah. whenever I will be working around, today, but I want to. Whenever you get around to my uh, my my house, then you'll be working on Sundays too. So, um, but you 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 you're a working machine. You know what I mean? So this is I, true. I wrote down a couple names. That I just thought we we gonna what about overtime? I, I like that. We like we that. kicked that like one that. in the group, and I and I and when when Joe mentioned it in the group, I was like, dang, I just wrote that down. You like overtime? <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I think Showtime, Overtime, and Dinner Time was a was a hot. All right, hot. that's cool. Yeah, I don't that's hate cool. it. Should that's we stay cool. there? I mean, I I'm can't not. call you Dinner I'm Time. I can't call you Dinner Time. 
Just don't call me late for dinner. Yeah, he did. He just flexed on Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. It was a subtle flex. It wasn't a lot of definition. Oh man! All right, all right. What's next? At? I got I I got some grind. Uh, AD for all day. Yeah, AD's too much. There's yeah, too much. AD's too much. You should have made something with AB. What about work? <laughs> I feel like you're just throwing out random words. Yeah, I feel like you're just making up stuff now. One one hundred hours. <laughs> yeah, I probably do hundred hours a week. Okay, okay. Grind. Yeah. Yeah. Job. You said already? Did I yeah, say I like you Now you're literally just throwing out words associated with job. Oh, job. yeah, that's working. all I did. Yeah, I put, we're working. I'm, Employment. Yeah, I put I put out a whole bunch of synonyms for, for the for work. Hey, you know what? It's funny that now that's where you at with my nicknames. When we first met, you remember what you used to call me? Hell no. Tommy. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh that nice. is complete switch though. That's <laughs> yeah, funny. That's co- complete switch. Because you was never around. I'm like, where this dude at? And he talking about I'm at work. I'm like, nah. <laughs> but it's funny because don't I'm like, don't nobody work that much. He ain't got no job. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Well, in real life, I was trying to get my I was trying to get my stuff going. Then I was able to get to the point where I could relax and do more stuff. So, so yeah, you, you, know, you, you get the relax. You know, when I lock in, I lock in. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. All right. All, right. all right, we over that? Yeah, we over it. We over. All right, it. and it is. All right, cool. Yeah, but I appreciate it. You know, uh, thank you. Or overtime uh, could be yeah, overtime. You know, yeah. right. What happened to you on Thursday? I feel like Domino just staying with you though. Yeah, my boy, some Dominique. I think that's his name. <laughs> he won't let it go. Uh, I work this Thursday. This Thursday coming. Oh, okay. Oh, you have Charles Conwell, Cleveland Zone. Yes, sir. I'm I'm hyped okay. to see him. I'm hyped to see him. Uh, I haven't seen him. Uh, since before he turned pro, since before the Olympic Games, so we haven't seen it. No, actually, no. I, I did actually. I got some rounds in him with and him. He, uh, he worked so. with you before the Broner fight. Uh, no, 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 no. He was no, just no. around. I think he was just around. But yeah. I, I, I got some work with him when I went home to Cleveland. This was a couple years ago now, uh, and I think he might have been just maybe one or two and zero at that point in time. But um, okay, yeah, he'll be on. He'll be on NBC next week. Charles Conwell. And uh, and I'm excited for that Ring City. What's the weight division? Uh, he's fighting at 160. Okay. Yeah, he's fighting at 160. Okay, looking forward to it. Let's see. You know what? I'm wrong. He's fighting at 154. Junior All right. weight. Yeah, he's fighting right, junior. You, yeah, you're off one weight division. No big deal. Hey, what do you guys think about this new? Uh, what's what's the new uh, weight division? The 224 division? The 224? What do we uh, think about that? How, uh, damn, what is the name of it? I, I pretend like I didn't even know. Is it so? Is it actually existing now? Bridgerweight? Yeah, I don't know. Bridgerweight. Bridgerweight. Is that what it is? Yeah. I it's think exactly. it sounds right when you said it. Yeah, it's actually a division. <laughs> I ignored it. Like, I was like, I ain't gonna. It's no point. <laughs> but then, and then when the rankings came out, I saw some criticism of them. Like, a lot of the guys that would fall in that division they were like nah i'm good like i'm gonna stick with heavyweight yeah so they had one guy on there like on the top 10 i think that hadn't fought at that qualifying weight in like five years or 10 years or something and like had seven losses it's just uh that that division i you know can anybody shout out give to me WBC in general but yeah no can, you, can anybody give me insight on the division is it like 224 and up i think 224 is the weight limit kind of like 147 so between 200 and 224? Yeah, basically. Okay. Because yeah. 224 and up is heavyweight. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, that's kind of crazy because you're wide away like two fifteen. Yeah, at fights, I don't know, man. I hate it. We know what it's about. We ain't gonna address it. We know what it's about. Because I think it's about I, I think it's about making the 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 heavyweight division making it safer. Yeah, I don't think that's what it's about. But yeah, I don't think I'm not gonna roll with that. I think it's a money grab. It's a hundred percent money crap. <laughs> you know me. So you yeah. says you want to be, but literally he crap. You know me. Yeah, <laughs> Carson gonna really say it. No, nah, it's a, it's about making the the fights this the sport safer. I oh, I would okay, like to okay. think that. Yeah. Okay. I would like right. to think so, but um, yeah. Give uh, more people a chance to win a belt. Maybe that. Yeah. yeah maybe. I don't, I don't kind of heavy. So we we had a heavyweight fight uh, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, man. Anthony Joshua's back. Mm-hmm. Did he do enough to entertain a big fight for you guys? You know, I, I'm not sure what's kind of like missing from his game at this point. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, when it when it was time, to, it was time. You know, he stepped up and, and delivered. You know, but mm-hmm. I just feel like along the way, there's some things missing. What about you, uh, Carson? I I think again, <laughs> I'm the one that loves Anthony Joshua the most apparently on this because we we're talking about it off air, but. I, I, to me, Earl or Anthony, Earl or Anthony. Uh, I'll go AJ. Yeah, I'll go AJ. Um, no, to me though, I think the criticism in general, and then also correct me if I'm wrong, but it's it's the lacking of the killer instinct since he lost to Ruiz. I actually look at that, and I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think there are almost times it could help if you're not really putting your foot on the gas and putting yourself in harm's way to get big shots landed. Mm-hmm. Is that not what boxing is about? Hit, mm-hmm. hit, don't get hit. Mm-hmm. Boxing is hit and don't get yep. hit. Uh, I think, <clears throat> I think when it comes to Anthony Joshua, I think people and in include myself are kind of looking at him and seeing everything that he can do or that we want him to do or that we expect him to do. And then he doesn't do it for me. It's the, it's the simplest basic punch as a jab. I like to see him jab more. I like to see a faster, stronger, straighter jab. I think he he paused a lot with the jab. This is that's English. That's what they do over there. But then you there's there's times where he just kind of kind of like lays it out there. He doesn't throw it out there. It's not sharp. It's not sharp. It's not strong. It's not fast. Not not consistent enough for me. And that's that's one thing I feel is really hurting him in terms of being an entertaining fighter. The jab not only not only can you hit a guy with a jab, you set things up with a jab. You 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 get a, a you get a sense of your uh, your um, your range and your distance with the jab. And I think that he he limits his his offense a lot simply by not using his jab as consistently as he could. I think people would say that maybe he uses the jab too much. I think people would say maybe he doesn't get inside and throw bigger shots. I think, I don't know. And to me, it was almost like yesterday he fights Pulev, who I believe has only lost his Klitschko Mm -hmm. and drops him multiple times and then stops him. Mm -hmm. And his uppercut was that, that is one uppercut. I have no interest (laughs) in anyone that I know or love getting hit with, Uh but um, no, I, I think, I think AJ is a, is a good combination of power and boxing ability. So I I don't know. I, I guess the, Kind of trying to find flaws in his game is interesting. To me. I don't. I don't, I don't think I'm. I'm. I'm not really trying not to. Not you find, specifically. Yeah. But just kind of in ones like yeah, I don't like Ethan Fury. Like I, I'm not sure why you don't know. Like I, he, I really, he, I, I really don't know. I mean, I don't really understand what everybody. Everybody's different. 
So your sense of excitement for boxing could be different. I think there's yep. people out there that just simply want to see a knockout. And if they, they don't see, see someone hitting hard and knocking other people out, then they're just going to be turned off. There's other people who, who just love the action. They want to see back and forth. The fight we had last night on, 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 on ESPN where those guys are, you know, just back and forth. Some people just yeah. really like that, you know? And then some people, including myself, really appreciate the art of boxing where I don't mind a guy like Lara or like Mayweather who can use the entire ring and make guys miss every single punch and hit a guy four or five times, six times around. Upwards to 10 times around And win that round And win the fight like that I appreciate that art Because I understand What all it entails in, in terms of being able to Do that and be effective with it So I don't really know What everyone's expecting Or wanting out of Anthony Joshua Me personally I want more action And I think that More act. I think more jabs Creates more action and 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 to I'm gonna dive in a little deeper and I'm gonna let you speak, Ant. But when I say jabs, like uh, I don't know Aunt, uh, Carson and Ant if you guys are aware or if you know, but there's just so many different variations of a jab that I'm talking about a more effective jab. I'm talking about a jab that's that has intention, intention of 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 hurting, intention of landing. And I don't think he throws enough jabs with that type of intention. I think he 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 throws more jabs for for finding his range and his distance or just touching a guy um you know and I don't think it's an, enough on his jab to create the kind of um the kind of kind of action that I would prefer do you think uh too much muscle I cuz I was thinking he has great obviously he's a great boxer great power uh like with kind of with uh Wilder and Fury Seem like they're looser. Obviously, Wilder's not a great boxer at all. He's just stopping power. But Fury's a more boxer. I feel like if he drops a little bit of muscle mass, he can be a little looser. Because the kid, the kid has great boxing form. Great, obviously, the power is there. Yeah, I think his but, body's changed a lot since that fight he had with Andy Ruiz, the first fight. People yeah. were saying that he was coming to the ring with too much muscle. They're saying, you know, he looked like an action figure and things like that. Yeah. Um. That is I think that that really is just a matter of the training and what they're doing. Um, again, if you are a coach who understands there's different variations of punches, specifically the jab, you know, uh, you can go from throwing a fast, quick jab in two or three rounds trying to set up a guy to then turning it over into more of a powerful, slower, a slower jab in rounds four, five, six, seven, you know, carrying on and doing whatever you need to do. Uh, in terms of making adjustments with with your jab, I think right now we're, we are probably seeing just two variations of a jab. We're seeing a jab that's more of a just a touch. Let me let me find you and kind of a range finder. Yeah, range finder. Cool. Then we're seeing you know him step in here and there with with a stiff, strong jab. And it may not be because he's got too much muscle. It may just be those are the variations of a jab that he's been taught. Yeah. How do you think of how do you think a fight with him and Fury goes? I think allegedly Bob Arum said that can be done next week. I know. I, I yeah. allegedly. Yeah, he did say that. I when I saw it, I was like, you know, I I don't know. I don't know about. I'm not gonna speak on Bob. I'm not gonna speak on Bob. But um, I think Tyson Fury is the best heavyweight in the world. I think he has the boxing ability, the ring IQ. I think he has the skills to beat 
anybody that includes Anthony Joshua. I think I could see him touching up Anthony Joshua for the course of 12 rounds. I don't know if Anthony Joshua was fast enough or could find that timing. I think one thing that people overlook uh, when it when it comes to boxing is um, you guys get this, this they get discouraged when they can't when you can't hit somebody when the fight's not going the way you, you used to it going you get discouraged and that begins to weigh on your mind it begins to kind of take away of what you can do you know so I kind of see that happening in the fight with uh, Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. But you, well, I will say how we, I will say winner Wilder. Joshua winner gets Fury. I think, think, I think Joshua would beat Wilder somewhat comfortably. Hey man, you know, hey Carson. Two years ago, I will argue you down town and back in six <laughs> times more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you think yeah, so? Too? I don't. Yeah, my man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, you know, I want Wilder to come back. I don't know. I, I, I don't even know what to say about Wilder, honestly. I simply just uh, want to see him back in the ring, man. I just want to see yeah. him back in the ring. I think uh, he, and they said AJ no, might have the probably has the best resume at heavyweight of those three of Wilder, uh, Fury, and Joshua. I don't know outside of the Klitschko, Klitschko Parker, yeah, yeah. Dillian White. Yeah. So he's but what fought, about I'm, Fury? But yeah, I was gonna say Fury's fought. He beat he be Wilder one and a half time, basically, basically too. But. And Klitschko. Yeah. And yeah. He fought Klitschko too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I th- I think I think a fight with a fight with Fury and AJ I think would be really fun to watch. I think they're both really good boxers for being heavyweights, and both clearly have uh, big punching power as well. So I think I think it would be a fun fight. I think I think Fury wins. I'm not sure it's as lopsided as other people might think it would I be. I just I just feel like Anthony Joshua's too slow for Fury. Do you guys think it, it's a, it's as big as the Wilder Fury one? You think it has lost its luster? The Fury Joshua. Uh, no, it would be huge. Yeah, it'd you be think huge, it'd be especially but over there. Over there, over there, I would be crazy. Say, over there, yeah. yeah. I don't think that does the crazy numbers here. Um, maybe not, but but I think typically, I guess think of a time when two non-Americans fought and it did huge numbers elsewhere. Yeah, and it wasn't Let's here. Let's go Fury. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be massive over there, but that was it. It was actually an underrated, I think, fight weekend because yesterday, so you had that, and then there was a Showtime card and a top rank card on on ESPN. Which oh, that top rank card was awesome. Yeah, the top rank card was awesome. Let's get to that one last. Uh, okay. Chris Colbert did his thing on Showtime, and um, and the and the other kid, Richardson uh, Hitchinson, I really like him. I've seen him for Hitchens. For, Is it Hitchens? It's Hitchens. Yeah, Hitchens. Excuse me. Excuse me. Richardson Hitchens. I've seen him for for a number of years now here. He's been been with uh, TMT for some time now, and I'm not familiar with him. I know that maybe he was a, he was in a tough fight. Yeah, yeah, he was in a tough fight. I've seen that guy fight before Mendez. He fought uh he fought when I went down to DC. He fought uh, Anthony Peterson to a draw. I think they fought to okay. a draw. Sounds, sounds right. Yeah, I think they fought to a draw down there in DC. So I was familiar with him. And it's like Richardson said after the fight, he said, man, listen, uh, I I think he ended up winning a split decision. I did not see a split decision. Did, yeah. what, do you remember the decision? It was split decision. It was split. Honestly, I don't remember like all. Yeah, split. Yeah, it was split. I didn't I didn't see a split decision at all. I thought he, he handled this Mendez kid from beginning to end, which is what he said 
on uh on um on 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 in his press conference post fight press conference he said might be this guy every every round I handled him you know and 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 I'm just about ready for the, for the next step so I I could see that I think he still might be a, just a couple a hand, couple fights away but uh Carson did you watch him no, I didn't, I didn't watch the Showtime card. Oh, okay. I watched it. He's, I mean, he's he's the real deal. I mean, he's got a lot of speed, a lot of quickness, fast twitch. He can make guys miss. He can use the ring. You know, he's he's very intuitive in the ring, which I really like. You know, I like a guy who can kind of just knows what to do, knows how to move around, knows what's coming before the guy even throws a punch. You know, those guys that can make you miss and make you miss time and time again. We'll get to Shakir Stevenson, but those guys have just this raw innate ability to know what a guy is going to do uh, before he, he does it. And I can see that in this Richardson Hitchinson, Hitchens kid. And I really like that about him. I actually like the rhyming name, to be honest. We, maybe we should pitch that to him. Richardson <laughs> Hitchinson. I don't know what his ring name is. But I'm anyway, not sure. Yeah, but I like him. And then Chris Colbert. I, you know what? Uh, I was Chris Colbert. He had me a little confused last night before <laughs> the knockout. I was a little confused. Uh, I didn't catch that one. I'm Telecast intrigued. Is, <laughs> Go ahead. Telecast is saying that he was wanting to prove something last night. I guess he was wanting to prove that he had power, that he could fight on the inside, and you know that he could bang. Uh, he's calling out guys like Tank Davis, Leo Santa Cruz, uh, obviously uh, Tiafimo Lopez is up there as well. Calling out those kind of guys, and I think at least what the telecast was was kind of trying to, I guess, explain is that you know he was wanting to show that you know he can bang with those guys and that he can he can handle the heat that those guys can deliver. Uh, I just didn't think it was necessary against this kid last night from the Dominican Republic. And I thought that he he stood in there, took shots that he didn't need to take. It went, I uh, believe it went 10 rounds. They ended up knocking him out in the 10th round. Um, the knockout was 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 crazy. Uh, I, I saw it coming. Um, and, and, I, and I think that Chris Colbert, is a, he's an exciting guy, calls himself prime time, carries around that kind of mantra as well uh, for anybody out there that doesn't know him. Um, shout out to Chris who, who who put it down last night. I thought that he he shows his skills every fight. I just think that in this fight, I think he pulled back on his skills. I guess trying to prove some things, but it, it wasn't necessary in this fight, you know. So, uh, but got the win though. But but yeah. got the win, and I think was that he was he, was he was doing the unwritten rule of getting rounds in possibly. No, I don't think he was doing the unwritten rule of getting rounds. I think the the kid was strong too. The guy that he was fighting against was strong and was taking some punches. I mean, this dude was taking some punches and smiling at him. And and even the knockout, uh, Chris hit him clean, and the dude like did this move. And I thought he was on silly street, but the dude was basically trying to, you know, gesture that you know you hit me and it didn't it, it didn't it didn't do nothing. And then he comes right back and cracks dude again. And then dude was on Silly Street for real. And I thought he was just playing. And and a couple couple punches later, he was out. Um oh, the boy who cried, boy who cried wolf with Silly Street. Yeah, yeah. He gave exactly. him the fake spaghetti so, legs and actually got him. But it was hey, it was a good fight. It was a, and it was a good a good outing by by Chris Colbert. Yeah. Hey, I, 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 ever since, I know you guys don't watch uh MMA. Ever since I seen Anderson Silver, he faked the guy like he was hurt and like baited him in. I always thought if I was a boxer, I'll fake like I'm hurt, bait him in, and hit him with something. <laughs> I know what you're talking about when his leg wrapped around the other dude's leg like a slap. No, no, no that slip. Broke. That no, was no, nasty. No, 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 no. <laughs> he didn't fake that. Sean, no. would that work? <laughs> that would have been impressive if he faked that. Yeah. Would that work, Sean? People do it. You know, that's that's kind of where the, the whole uh, – 
was it uh what rope dope rope dope the whole rope dope game that's kind of what that is is like you know you baiting your guy in or whatever um and i i could I see chris trying to do that last night in turn he would cover up cover up cover up and then he would he would come with dig into the body with some good counters and into the head with some good counters it just felt like the standing there and and, and wearing the, the punches on his gloves was was a bit much this this day and age, can you ever see anybody doing the rope a dope? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. that that was crazy. Yeah, and it worked. Yeah, it worked, yeah. and you know we in the, and we also we in a different time where refs ain't going ain't going to let that happen. Yeah, you yeah, know? that's we true. That's that true. He took a yeah. I didn't I, think about that. Word of advice: anybody, if you want to do the rope a dope, <laughs> let the ref know what you what your game plan is. <laughs> no, just get the read. Try to do the rope a dope, and then look. They over do the like, rules breakdown beforehand. Like, <laughs> hey, by the way, yeah, I'm gonna get hit with a lot of shots on purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's wild! Yeah, yeah, it won't work. Hey, ESPN had the night though. ESPN had the night. Hundred percent. ESPN had the night. All three fights were awesome. Mr. First round knockout. He got another one. That's his name. The DJ Khaled knockout. That dude is is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) I I was watching it, and and obviously. He's a great boxer, but that's the storyline. Like Ann said, that's that's your thing right now. And so I'm watching, and I'm like, he's doing. He hurts the guy almost immediately, and I'm like, he's gonna get it. And then it started to draw out a little bit, and I was like, no way, is he gonna let him out of this first round? It's nope. a big deal now. Sure didn't. He sure didn't let him out. And it's crazy because I guess he's uh, dude almost got five, there though. Yeah, yeah, he, he's five away from getting the record. A twenty-one knockout. Yeah, twenty-one. Yeah, they showed on the broadcast. I don't know who had it. Sixteen. I just I I gave him the record a long time ago. I was like, no, 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 no. I I saw the. They showed the record on the on the broadcast. It was yeah. Ali Sutton has the record. Yeah, yeah. That dude is. He's got bombs in both hands. Yeah, it's time for him to go to the next level. I think up the competition. We'll see what he really got. That dude yesterday that he fought. uh, I think it was Ulysses Sierra. Maybe he. Hadn't been down, I don't believe, in his career. And he had sparred, like, I think they said he sparred, like, Canelo, Andre Ward. Andre Ward predicted he would make it out of the first round. Yeah. <laughs> and Bradley was like, nah, man. And so, yeah. hey, hey, inside info, you guys probably know where I'm going. With, you know where I heard this from. So, somebody he fought in the past that he knocked out in the first round said, yeah, he don't even hit that hard. <laughs> The lie detector test determined that was a lie. You went to sleep in the first round, but I ain't gonna argue. I never been in the ring. Yeah. Never been in the ring. You can't say you can't go to sleep like that and then say, "Oh, he don't even hit that hard." Did he say? Yeah, he's like he didn't even knock me down. I for, y'all kind of know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he put that, two, two that together. dude. He throw he throws bombs and then and then the next fight was one of the more entertaining fights I've seen in a little while. Uh, Verdejo and Nakatani. Yeah, I was at man. I was watching across the 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 restaurant. It was every time I looked up, it looked like it was a war. Verdejo, for anyone that doesn't remember, is maybe new to boxing. He was supposed to be like these guys. He was supposed to be like Tiafimo. Mm-hmm. Like he was mm-hmm. the prospect of the year, I think, for seventeen straight years. Mm-hmm. And then has a has a motorcycle accident. It kind of got him off course, and then came back and wasn't really the same. And he had it had a. Had a chance yesterday. I thought he might get that guy out of there. And I thought he would too. He got he drops him a couple times and he gets dropped and 
was all she wrote. That was a heck of a uh, of a fight too. Mm-hmm. I thought. I mean, you talk about <laughs> what you do to, do wrong to get knocked out. I mean, I don't really think there was much wrong that either guy was doing. No, they just you know, the great move by Ver, Ver, Ver say his name please. No. Verdejo, excuse me. Verdejo was 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 slipping outside of uh, Nakatashi's uh, jab. You got it. And then coming over the top with the right <laughs> hand. I mean, that's that's classic right there. And connecting it and and drop Nakatani twice. And then and then and then and then and then Nakatani. He comes back <laughs> and 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 comes right back on Verdejo. And I'm like, whoa. Came and right after back. after Nakatani got dropped, I think it was the second time, maybe. Even the commentators they mentioned, he was right back in his grill. He got right back in the right back in the pocket. Like you got dropped, like dropped, seriously dropped. And then he was like, yeah, and was right, right there throwing, which is, that's what you want in a fight. Both guys getting the best, better of each other at different times, knockdowns, a knockout, like that, that had it all. Verdejo was on course to maybe get a fight with Tiafimo mm-hmm. and, and not now, not so much. And Tiafimo had a, a tough decision win over Nakatani before. Yeah. So. And I was going to bring that up. Do you think Nakatani, we haven't got to the main event, Nakatani, yeah. uh, Shakira next? Good fight? Yeah. Mm. It's time to take the step to the next next level. You know that's usually how they set fights up. Usually people compete on the same card the next fight. Right. Yeah, I, I like I like Nakatani. I, I, the only, in fairness, the only fights I've seen were Tiafimo and this one. And he's good. He He's kind of rangy for that weight class and mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah I would like I that. think I'd Stevens like to will have anyone. a tough day but it's time to take that step and he's the he's the next level ah uh, man let's I mean let's talk about Shakir Stevenson's yeah man this dude mm-hmm. this dude can box man yeah man you so I just want to pick you back off of what what Ant just said I don't think he has a tough time with uh I wrote his name down Nakatani. 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 Say it with me now. Say it again. <laughs> Nakatani. Is it with an N? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nakatani. No N's and an E on the end. There's no E on the end. Yeah, ain't no it's E on the end. The E is silent. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's I don't missing. I don't think he has a tough time with Nakatani. Okay. I don't. I'm here for that fight though. I think that uh oh for yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because because I could be dead wrong. I could be dead wrong. Yeah. I mean, I, I I have to imagine that uh, Stevenson has been in the ring with guys who have that kind of length. He's been in the ring with guys who bud. have that kind of style. Sparred with Bud. Yeah. I I, I I got a good feeling that it doesn't matter who it is getting in the ring with Shakir Stevenson. If it's not Tank Davis, if it's not Teofimo Lopez, if it's not Vasily Lomachenko, I don't think anybody's going to. I think Burchell is the one that he said he wanted next. Yeah, he did. I heard him say that. I did hear um, him say that. Yeah, Stevenson, that, he's, just, he's just, the only way I can describe it, he's just impressive. Like yeah. he's, I, I'm, I'm watching was, each round. I'm like, damn, he can, that dude can just flat out box. That, that jab is lethal. Yeah. The jab is something lethal. And he even said, Sean, you mentioned earlier with, with another fighter that you like the kind of the cerebral fighters that can adjust. And he said when talking about a lot of those guys coming up, he was like, I'm probably not the fastest. I'm probably not the strongest, but I'm the smartest of any of them. That's which, what Stevenson said? Yeah, which you can see as yeah. you watch him fight. It's yeah. 
it's the IQ. It looks like they always say like with great athletes, it looks like it's slow motion for them. Mm-hmm. It feels like that with Stevenson. Like he's able to kind of see what's happening before it happens, see where he needs to move and, and fire his shots off. But mm-hmm. yeah, he is. Yeah. That's a, that's a damn good young fighter. And Stevens is part of that next generation, Sean, after mm-hmm. y'all leave. Absolutely. The next, you think they all do everybody settle at 147? Is that the, is that like the goal? We, uh, I mean, I, I could see, I could see, I could see all of those guys eventually moving up to 147. I just think yeah. that, I think the division, the 147 pound division is such a classic division. And I think it's, an, it's a division that's, Commanded so much money for so long I think that a lot of guys just kind of It's kind of that's where you want to get to mm-hmm. For instance uh, uh, Roy Jones Jr. Turned pro at 168 Fought it was a, a super middleweight champion But I feel like his end goal Was to move all the way up to heavyweight And become a heavyweight champion a Heavyweight world champion Because the heavyweight division is uh, the iconic division in boxing. I think it's I thought you were going to say he was trying to move to 47. I was like, yeah, <laughs> at first, Carson, I, I was, was like, like if Roy had somehow made it to 147, that would be crazy. historic stuff there. No, I just think that for the for the bigger guys, one one, excuse me, for the bigger guys, heavyweight division heavyweight. is the iconic division. I think for yeah. the smaller guys, when they when they see themselves knowing where they could potentially get to, I think they all kind of see themselves at, at, uh, at, at, uh, welterweight. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and, you know, it's no secret that we all, you know, whether you're losing 10 pounds to get to 130, you're still losing weight. You know, Mm -hmm. if you add that 10 pounds, you're at 140. Now you're looking at eventually, okay, I can fight at 140 or 147 and then I'll be able to eat. I'll be able to get a better nutritional plan. I'll be able to pump weights, do everything I need to do. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there's always that type of mindset when you talk about a guy who has the ability to move up weight classes. It's not just them. It's not a matter of them. Can they uh, perform at those weight classes? They're always, there's always room to improve uh, with physically when you move up. Let me ask you this. So it, it goes back to one of the other cards we mentioned, but right there you were mentioning kind of whether it's growing into your body or kind of figuring out the weight. So Huey Fury, Tyson's cousin, fought on his undercard. Mm-hmm. And they kept mentioning like, and he's, I think he's 26. And they kept saying, oh, you know, when he gets, grows into his body and like grown man strength, I'm like, he's 26. It's not like he's 22. Like, yeah. I, am I wrong? Am I, am I way off on that? Like, I don't think he's all of a sudden going to like be a huge power puncher or like his physique is going to change drastically. I, I don't know. You're not way off, but this is, this is what we know about the heavyweight division. It's just something about it. Heavyweights, bodies mature a lot later than the rest of the fighters in, in the world. It's, it's, it's like, like they're big, it's almost like they're big babies, you know what I mean? And they just have more room to grow room, more room for their muscles, you know, to get, to get stronger and bigger. Um, Hopefully they're not doing what big baby does, but aside from the point, <laughs> right. You know, the, the, you know, I, I use that, but yeah, yeah. Um, I got you, you know, that, that, that really is what happens. What happens is, you know, we, we say it for a long time. We, we, we've always said that heavyweights, uh, they grow into their bodies later than, than the rest of us. And with that being said, we understand that, you know, I, I know that I got my grown man strength at a really young age, you know, and, and some of us do, uh, heavyweights, even though Deontay Waters was knocking people out as soon as he turned pro, you know, he still had room to really mature and grow 
into the, the the man that he is now. I mean, if you take a look at his body against Fury uh, and uh, compared to his body when he first turned pro, you just see two different body st- yeah. structures there. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's how it goes for the heavyweight division. Yeah, Fury, I, I, he was he's more of a more of a mover and more of a boxer than he is like a big power shot guy. And so they were kind of using that as, okay, he got cut early too, but they were like, maybe that's why, you know, he hasn't been able to drop this, you know, really bull rush this guy and he'll grow into his power. And I was, I just, I wasn't sure how feasible that is. I'm, I mean, I'm 29. If I can hit like a grown man strength and a body change at like 31, I'm cool. Like, <laughs> sounds like it sounds like a plan to me, but um, man, listen, yeah, I'm not sure I'm five, Anthony seven, at 34 can touch Anthony at 26. I'm, I'm, I'm just five, gonna be real. I'm, I'm seven on a good day, man. I, I, I finally just let go of a, of a late growth spurt like two years ago. So, what? Yeah, what did you say? Yeah, I said I'm, I'm, I'm five seven on a good day. Oh, I thought you yeah. said you hit a growth spurt. Nah, I was, I was say when. Nah, I was holding on to it. I was holding on to it. Oh, you was waiting? I was waiting. I, I, I kept telling myself like if 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 somehow it happens. Peace out to boxing. Hello, NFL. I was like, oh no to it. Oh no to it. What you a solid five eight, five seven, five five? Depends on the day and depends on who I'm around. And the shoes. I remember I was five eight in elementary school, <laughs> fifth grade. Goodness gracious. <laughs> hey, yeah, listen, yeah. man, we got a we got a great guest today. No um, doubt. We brought we bringing on another coach. Coach mm-hmm. James. Uh, is going to bless us with a little bit of his time. Um, I'm sure you guys are prepared for this. I told y'all we were going. Oh yeah, I dipped in my I dipped in my bag for him. I got some I got some heat for him. You want oh, you want to start it? You want to you want to be the one to you know you want to let's do it. All right, everybody, welcome to the Portaway Podcast. One of the best coaches out there right now, Derek James. How you doing, sir? How are you doing, man? Good to, good to be here. Happy to be here. I'm doing great, man. I, I didn't want to say too much until we started recording because I just want I didn't want to have to repeat myself, but I just want to right, say right, right. if you haven't already heard, I'm I'm very, very proud of you guys and happy for you guys. The the, the just a, a tremendous job y'all did in this comeback is is it goes beyond the fight with Danny Garcia and it goes into the personal life and 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 Errol Spence being able to overcome some of the challenges and obstacles he he was he he was facing just here in the last in the in the last year or so. So I just wanted to commend you for that first and foremost, and, and your team as well. Appreciate that. Thank you, man. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely, we appreciate that. Listen, man. With that being said, I I don't know what these guys gonna ask you. That's my guy C Merck and Anthony, aka Domino. Um, it's not Domino. <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna ask you, but I what I want to ask you is when when everything happened. I'm I'm just gonna ask this one question about the situation, then we'll move forward past it. But I want to know how you felt after the the accident. Did you feel? Did, were you feeling like boxing was never gonna happen again for Errol? So I'm, I'm the kind of guy, man. I want to know facts and. How it actually is instead of my, letting my mind speculate. So fortunately enough, by the time I got to the to the hospital, talked to the police officer who was on the scene, and at the same time I talked to the um, doctor. And so they said that nothing was wrong, nothing was fractured, nothing was broken. So for me, I didn't even care about the whole boxing aspect of it. Didn't think about it. You, and my mind never got to the point to where it could even. Um, feel any heartache or grief because 
I knew the facts right away. Mm -hmm. So by knowing he was okay, that's all I cared about. I didn't think about boxing, but in walking out at the at the fights, and I walked out and I saw them people out there, man. It was kind of an emotional moment because you think about it, like this. Now that was the point. So when you say that day, no, but when you get to the point where you at the fight, you walking out, and then you're like, damn, you know, you kind of like crazy. Then I just start telling myself that this is all for you, man. Uh, it's all about it's all about you. So that was the point. So not necessarily when it happened, but like going out and walking out. Yeah. That was kind of the most moment for me. I yeah, believe. beautiful. Hey, go ahead, fellas. Hey, coach. Uh, I'm going to ask you: Are you at the Derek James World Class Boxing Gym today? Or are you at home? I'm at home. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I, I know see, you what was hyped. Is it? I had surgery <laughs> like um, Tuesday. Oh yeah, so, I'm about to bring that up. But yeah, so that's why. So I'm, I'm not. I ain't been to the gym, man. No. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're all right. Uh, so I was just saying. I know. Uh, first off, congrats opening your gym about two Thank years you. ago. Thank How you. important you feel like it is for top trainers to have their own gym instead of working under somebody else's gym with their rules? And because I realized that was your issue while you started your own. No, what that wasn't my issue. My issue oh. was that. We were at a gym, and like we've been with these people for like eight to ten, eight, eight years, nine years, whatever. So friends, like people we care about, because you grow to love people, you in relationship with people, you know these people. Yeah. But it was like the owner of the gym after the Mikey fight, he said, "Well, man, listen, he wouldn't open the gym up at a particular time. And he said that we're gonna charge you like twenty five dollars a day to come to the gym. Mm. So if you think about it, that's six hundred dollars a week. Mm. <laughs> Who pays six hundred dollars or so? Mm -mm. I mean, a week. You know what well, I'm saying? You're bringing in the top guys, right? Well, but it's six hundred dollars a month. I'm sorry, a month. When you think about it, every day you train. I mean, that's, that's, that's like crazy. So that was the point where I said, man, if I'm gonna pay that. I may as well go ahead and get my own gym. But I did not want to open my own gym, and I never even envisioned having my own gym. I never envisioned it. So this was out of necessity. That's, that's what it was. I mean, this came out of necessity because I, I love my other gym. I love the owners. I love But it was like, listen, man, I couldn't. That's, that's what happened. But I think that it's freer and it's free. But the people in a situation where, they, where they're comfortable in, I think it's cool. I think that, you know, it's all about environment. But at the same time, I couldn't control that environment. Not that I wanted to. But this gym, my gym, it's, I, don't, I don't let anybody in the gym. It's private. So, you know, it's like, it's not open for uh, financially driven yeah. purposes. Okay. Just yeah. for the fighters. And, and, and uh, I know you was hyped about getting that sauna. What have you added since that sauna? What's the new, I mean, what's the new mean, big thing in the gym? Well, you know what? It was, it was a piece I saw. Somebody, somebody, uh, it's in the picture of it, but I'm, it's a piece I might, piece of equipment I might get, man. Okay, yeah, okay. Really, really, I keep it like, because you don't want it to be cluttered. Yeah. You just want it to be specific. So everything we use in the gym is specific to the guys. Like, we don't have a speed bag in the gym because they don't hit the speed bag. So, we <laughs> yeah. have, so it's like, so it's like, so it's like everything we have in the gym is, is workable. We use it. And that's what it's all about. My, hey, man, you sound just like my dad. My dad said, did we lose him? No, no, no. Somebody okay. called me. Uh, my, my dad, did this, he, he would tell me all the time, he said, I don't want my own gym. I don't need my own gym. And then same thing like you just said, when we when we got our gym, he says, we're not putting up anything in here that you don't need, that you don't use. Right, he said, right. do you want a speed bag? 
I said, yeah, go and put it. He said, no, don't tell me. Go ahead and put it up. If I put a speed bag up, <laughs> you got to hit the speed bag. I'm not going to put a speed bag up right, if you're right, not going to hit right, the speed bag. Right. It's the same thing with the dumbbell bag. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's a funny thing, though. A lot of people think that they think we 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 magicians on right. that speed bag. And now right. all of us are. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, now, I'm carrying the speed bag pretty good, but. I didn't put nothing mm. like that. Forget it. <laughs> if I just put like everything in the gym is used, man. That's I think that's how it should be. But you know, it's like you see what your father did was something that's specific to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 so why would we use a space that you, you're not going to even use it? Yep. It looks good. Yeah. It looks like it really doesn't necessarily look good. It looks like everybody else's gym. Yeah. Yeah. We speak about when we don't use it. So that's yep. what we got. Go ahead, Carson. I would say, yeah, you're charging Sean $600 a month if he ever comes down to Texas. <laughs> to but, so I, I think I'll speak for myself. I think there's no question you're the 2020 trainer of the year. How does it feel? That's kind of a consensus now. Training is not something where you get a ton of glory. How does it feel when your contemporaries or people in boxing media have that, have you in that high standard? Well, I think that, you know, I think that is great, right? Because you, you, you work in people acknowledging your work and your success. But I think that I can't be focused on that. Even though, listen, what I want to win, yeah. And listen, it's still not set in stone that I want to win. But the, the thing about it is, it's like, I'm like the people's champ, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not. Last year, I had two, you know, Jamel knocked out a guy. One, and like I said, Jamel knocked out a guy and he regained his title back. Mm-hmm. Earl fought. Two Hall of Famers, mm-hmm. future Hall of Famers, Mike Garcia and Sean Porter. Mm-hmm. I say it all the time. It's like, so how do you not get that? So it's like, listen, you gotta gotta remove yourself out of situation just a listen, man. My because if I win these awards and my the fighters I'm training not looking good, hey man, then it's not even worth anything. So I mean, I think that I have to be focused on my guys and get my guys better and keeping them where they are. That's what it's all about. Do me, do me a favor, coach, real quick. Separate yourself from the other coaches. For me, that was one thing. I mean, let's address the elephant in the room. I never said that you were a, a, a overrated coach. I said I simply said that I don't know much about Derek James as a trainer outside of him having a couple of champions. But do me a favor. Kind of tell us the kind of coach that you are and what works for you in relation to your fighters, why they become so successful. I think that man, I have great students, man. I think that uh, me being a fighter, me being all about technique, all about, you know, um, like Errol, I'm working nonstop on his reaction time. I'm, both of the guys are working on non- reaction time, trying to get them to do this, react to this or that. It's kind of like, man, you, um, I want perfection. I, I could call them at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. Man, I had this idea, thinking about this, and so it's like, and that's how it's kind of like, I won't stop until we get it right. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, they, you got Al Spence and Jamel Charles, they can go anywhere else. They can go leave and go where they want to go, right? And any training in the world they want. But what happens is, because I don't quit, I won't stop. If it's something they're not getting, like sometimes I may say something to Jamel, he doesn't get it. Okay, then now I'm going to show him how to make the most. He's still like, hmm, okay. Then, I'm like, man, well, how do I get it? Because it's not them, it's me. So it's not them, it's mm-hmm. not receiving it, it's me just not articulating it well. Mm-hmm. So I have to find a way to get it to where you understand, you see it, and then we receive it. Same thing with Harold. It's like, okay, do this, do that. And it's like, 
I won't quit, man. I won't stop. Not saying that the other guys do. I'm just saying, that's what I do. And I always say, I never separate myself from the pack. This is what I say. I'm not better than them, and they're not better than me. Because mm. really, I mean, because really, there's no way to truly grade that situation. It's just by the level of success we have each year. Now, from the past four or five years, I always have been the last candidate, if not, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, whatever that means. But if, I've been more consistent. But it's like, listen, man. If your guy's not winning, it doesn't even matter. Is it a competition for you as a as a coach, just as much as it is for us as fighters? Do you look over across the ring and say, you know, I'm out, I'm out coaching you tonight? Or, you know, at the end of the fight, you say, man, I'll coach him this time. You know, is it that kind of competition for you? Or is it just all about your fighter and all about winning? It's all about my guys, man. Listen, man, and all about doing the job that, they asked me to do so, and so what happened was funny about this. Somebody asked me about that, like when we were going to fight Mike, like we got Robert Garcia on the other side. And man, he's like, you know, what do you think about that? I'm like, and I said, I'm my greatest competition, and I'm not worried about him because I'm my greatest competition. So what happens? I trademark on my greatest competition. Bam. So when and it put like this, when you said what you said about me being over, whatever. Listen. That didn't bother me because listen, I never said I was. I never said I was the greatest. <laughs> and at the same time, listen. So I did make some T-shirts. So there you go. Two times, two times unified and scratched out and said overrated. So there we go. Oh, look, hold on, man, look. hold on. Ah! <laughs> so listen, but that, 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Well, listen, 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 uh, Sean. That's not a, that's not a dig at you. It's just like. You turn lemons into lemonade. What are you talking about? Absolutely. It doesn't bother me. Absolutely. Put it like this. Put it like this. I had a conversation with Mike McCallum years ago. He told me about a conversation he had with Marvin Hagler. And so I took, from the conversation we had, it was like, we need each other. So listen, we're, we, we, we're co-workers from time to time. Absolutely. Why, why would I be mad at my co How How does work go? How does work go when you're mad at your coworkers? So you can't take it personally. You can't do it. You can you can make the money you make. We can make the money we make if we didn't have each other. Without each so, other. <laughs> so I'm gonna be like, oh man, the hell was well, for what? Think about it for what? Because we're coworkers, man. And you uh, you have to find out how to co-work with coworkers. I mean, I'm not I'm not mad at it. I promise you I'm not mad. But I thought it was I said, man, you see, I tried to make a t-shirt out of it like two times you five. Yeah. She crossed out, overrated. There we go. So like, man, <laughs> and, that's, and that's like, look, that's not a dig. That's me just saying, hey, I'm going to find a way to capitalize on it. Absolutely. I got to appreciate that. I got to appreciate that. And you got well, one more for uh, Yeah, Hey, coach, uh, so we know, first off, if you don't get trainer year, it's BS. I'm going to say that first. You heard it here first. Is what it is. Hey, you got two unified champions. If you don't get trainer year, that's BS. Mm-hmm. Second is, Who's I know you I know you might not even tell me who's the next Spence or Charlo that's gonna be unified in that gym. I know you got somebody else. I know you do. Well, you know, we no, we really we only I'm really only train three guys, right? Okay. So it's like um because what I do is that I could I could believe on Jesus to mm-hmm. boxing and get 20 guys and yeah. try to get all the money I can get, or I can be focused on the guys that I committed to when I first started, Errol Spence, and who came, Jamel came after that, then my young guy, brother came after that. So I think that you just have to be like, man, I want, my thing is like, think about this. 
you can't even know these guys if you have all these fighters. And I'm not dissing nobody for doing it because you, you get it how you live. You're, whatever it is, you, you know, they can get it. But I'm like, my thing is I'm, I'm more of an individual guy. So I, I want to know how these guys are. I want to know mentally how they are, emotionally how they are. I mean, be able to do that and connect with them that way opposed to then they go, don't talk to them no more. Mm-hmm. So like me, so it's like, I have real relationships outside of being boxers, mm-hmm. you know, being in the ring and in the gym. So that's mm-hmm. really what matters the most to me. And, so, and I know, yeah. I was sorry to cut you off, Coach. I was going to say, we, yeah. we even mentioned that, talking about Arrow coming back, because you're not family, but we're like, there's no way Derek James is letting Arrow anywhere near the ring if he's not physically good to go. Mm-hmm. So it does seem like it's it's a family environment. How excited, kind of, it will say extended family, how excited are you just for Errol and for Charlo going forward? You know, unified champs, um, you know, a lot of exciting stuff on the horizon. I think that, man, it's like, um, we, we talk. Like, we, like, if you think we had conversations years ago about situations like this, and it's like to, to see it come to fruition and to see it be real is like crazy, you know what I mean? Because you like, just like, you can imagine, Sean, you went to father, y'all going to amateur boxing tournaments and never knowing, you always were the smaller, shorter guy, but never knowing, you get, you know, you're going to become a world champ, even yeah. though everybody wants that. Yeah. But to be able to do it, yeah. and to be able to be consistent, because yeah. listen, man, this is what I say. You know, I grew up, I'm from Dallas, so, and I used to be in the gym with Charles Hadley now. So I remember when he went to Colorado and, you know, he had a nose broke by, you know, y'all was spawning or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was like, a, it was, you know, I guy, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so I used to be with them. And so that was before Errol's father asked me, so I trained him maybe like a year later. Because Errol got third in 2008, I believe, or nine or something. Then after that, I started working with him after that, mm-hmm. 2009, late 2009. But in, in reality, like, Charles Alley was the guy. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. then even like, especially in Dallas, like, you think about, so nobody could say that he wasn't going to be world champ. Yeah. Errol Spence would have been. Yeah. I mean, so it's like, you just never know how life works out, man. You just never know. It's crazy, man. I fought Charles Hadley. We were like 90 pounds, 100 pounds, something crazy like that. Right. That's, that, yeah. Like, that's how far we all go back with one another. Right. And, and coach, like, I, I got to tell you, man, I appreciate you coming on our show today um, and giving us a little bit of insight of of your gym, of, of who you are as a, as, a, as a coach and as a person. I think it's very viable uh, when you have a coach that you can look at and trust that coach almost like a dad or almost like a big brother, almost like, you know, a, a really close cousin, you know, so I, I really do admire that in you and listening to you right now. And I, I just want to appreciate, uh, tell you that we appreciate you coming on our show today. Appreciate you for having me. Absolutely. Man. No doubt, man. I would be I would, remiss. I would, I would be remiss if I didn't ask, what do you, what do you expect Errol to do uh, <laughs> moving forward? Or, or, or when do you, when do you expect him to, to, to kind of, you know, start, Making his decision or his move. I mean, I, there's no secret. I don't have him on right now because yeah. number one, people would, would expect us to be starting to, yeah. to to make a fight happen. That ain't gonna happen. Number two, I right. wanted to have you on because I think that you are an extension of him and 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 what he does in the ring. And the third thing, he probably on vacation or he probably riding some horses. You know, what I mean? so, 
He's yeah. on vacation. Yeah. He has been running, but he on, he's on vacation. So yeah. So, so I know that that's not on his mind right now, but I just wanted to know what, when do you you think he's going to start wanting to, you know, get back in the ring and, and get back to, you know, making a yeah. business move for boxing? Well, I think that he may start back in like the next. I think he may, when he comes back, he might go back to the gym, but I'm kind of still off because of my, I had a surgery or whatever, my stomach. Okay. But, you know, it's like, um, you never know, man. Like, I always say that this is how it makes it easy for me is that I never interject my personal feelings into it. So I want whoever he wants. So I don't say, oh, I want that guy. I'm like, that's too much. It's too much. And then I'm too, I'm not me. I'm somebody else. Yeah. So I, I just I, I just play off what they go and I just get them ready. So it's not like, um, I don't put myself into it. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, that's how I can't take it personally. Like, whoever you choose, we're going to get ready for it. That's going to be it. I mean, really, that's what it is. I mean, ain't no, I want you to fight this guy. Cause he, no, <laughs> man, come on. But, you know, I, when we were talking, I was like, and I just talked to people about it. I said, if you think about it like this, and they said, why don't you act a certain way? I said, because I said, if you could imagine that what my ancestors went through, what your ancestors went through, what our ancestors went through, for us to get to this point, to be on the center stage in the world and to be at the ass. Yeah, yeah. So you think about, so yeah. they just, all they could offer us was just to survive, yeah. just to live, survive. Yeah. So what you're saying is, they did that, took all the abuse, all the pain, all the rape, all the torture, and this is what we're going to do with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. To get to this point, yeah. And this is what we're going to do with it. So yeah. it's like, no, nah, man. So it's more, it's more, my, my kids, my, my grandkids, my great grandkids, like, Papa Derek, he was, he was, he was something else. Because, like, everything's going to be videoed. You're going to be able to go back <laughs> and watch. So it's like, yeah, man, you just got to, you just got to just, just, just watch who you, watch who you are. Because people are watching and or you have to hold yourself up to a higher standard because of what people did for you to get to this point. Yeah. And all they could offer was survival. Yeah. Because yeah. one of them would have died, yeah. I wouldn't have been there. Yeah. One of them would have, I mean, they wouldn't, I mean, so they, yeah. so you see, so when you look at it, it's, everything is about perspective, not mm -hmm. about, yeah, no, I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta take it, and listen, man, we're at a level where we are creating memories. Absolutely. For fathers and sons and daughters. Absolutely. So when they sit down as a family and watch one era or all these other fights, 20 years from now, they, I sit down and watch John Porter fight my dad. Yeah. So, and with that being said, who do you want to be when you're in front of the mic, in front of the television camera? Mm -hmm. You want to be a villain or you want to be somebody who can be respectful? We respect them. Because mm -hmm. your grandkids don't see it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, who do you want to be? And that's the reality of it all, man. Listen, they did Coach, too much for me than for me to be ass. I want to thank you again for coming on, on, on the show, especially I forgot that you did have that surgery. Rest up and, uh, and heal up and uh, I'll be praying for you. Uh, Thank you. Hold on, Sean. Hold on, Sean. I can't let Coach go yet. Coach, you okay. think you was going to get away from here? I'm, I'm okay. Hey, I'm okay. Hey, no, no, no. Hey, man, you know, they said uh, all the old guys coming back. You was 21 oh. and 7. Will you no. get back in the ring for $2 million? You get, I, I, We can get you in there with Tyson for $2 million? What you, what you thinking? Listen, man. Not even, not even, <laughs> like this. I think that is, it was, in the original conception of the idea, it was great. Right. Yeah. I think that, and what the funniest thing about it, it was the purest, realest thing you could ever see because they never said they were going to be. Everybody started thinking about this 
nostalgic moment when Mike was 21 and Roy was 21, not Mike at 54 and Roy at 51. And so what happened was the reality was that was everybody else's mind racing, not theirs. They're like, I'm Mike, I'm 54, I'm Roy. And so what we saw was a 51 to 54 year old fighter and this 48 year old guy is not getting in the ring. What? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, so, you give, so, so you ain't coming back. I give instruction. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm whispering it. in the air behind him. I love it. I love it. No, I'm not getting in there, man. No. Hey, man, I appreciate it, coach. I appreciate uh, congrats. it. Congrats. Hey, exactly, early, early congrats on 2020 coach of the year, trainer of the year. Hey, man. Because we're not hey, hearing man. anything else. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You keep saying that, right? Yeah. And no, I, I, see it, I see it all over the place. But I think that, you know, well, I'd be happy, yeah. But if I don't get it, I'd be like, man, like, yeah, who else would deserve it? But who knows, man? You another know, T-shirt. Man. Make another T-shirt if you don't get it. Yeah. That's right. There's always somebody. <laughs> yeah. There's like, well. you know, the WBC last year, right? So the WBC had yeah, these trainers of the year, right? And then they, it was like five guys, four or five guys. They didn't even put my name on the list. I'm the only guy with two, two WBC champs. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, hey man, listen man. So see, this I is my show. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I'm easily forgotten because I'm not loud, stereotypical, and I'm not loud. I'm not mm-hmm. obnoxious. So it's easy to say he's a nice guy. He'll 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 get him. And so that's and that's really what it was. Because if I was like a certain particular way, they would they would always have to look my direction. Yeah, I can see because that. I don't act like that. Yeah. Hey, hey, I hey, coach. There's one thing my grandma told me. You're not as good as they say you are. You're not as bad as they say you are. Right, do right about that. You just got to listen. You, get, you can't let yeah. them. Um, I, because I, I, I DM Danny Garcia, right, I, like a couple of days ago. And I just told him, listen, man, you're a hell of a fighter. And don't let anything that anybody say make you feel any different. Mm-hmm. I, mean, you, and listen, I mean, that's for real because you people talk, people say what they feel about the situation, but they, they weren't in the ring. You know what I mean? And that's the reality of it all. So I think that you got to just kind of like, uh, hey man, you're not, like you said, you're not as bad as everybody say you are. Listen, yeah. man, we appreciate you, Coach. You take care, all right? Yeah. Good day, good day, bro. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. All right, thank you, thank you. Coach Coach came on and spit some real, some, some, yeah. some real, real. Yeah. So we got yeah. some wisdom. We got some, we got some knowledge. Yeah. I got it. I got, got some OG talk. Got me. And got a shirt. Got more, got more respect for the for the for the man. Uh, now, just just being able to have a, a a real conversation with him a little more lengthier than just the oh hey how you doing that we that we normally get into when we see each other. But um yeah man that is the twenty twenty yeah that's the twenty twenty coach of the year right there yeah for, no doubt for, about for it. so many reasons you know what I mean and uh, I mean if you didn't you didn't hear it you didn't see it this dude is a, he's he's more than just boxing and that's what the sport is about. Anybody who loves the sport of boxing, you don't love it just because you're watching people get knocked out, watching people bleed. There's just something different uh, that 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 resonates with you time out and time out when you see guys get in the ring, whether you're close to those guys who are just watching them fight for the first time, watching the guy fight for the first time. And Coach is, is um, he's one of those real ones that is not going to let you uh, shortchange him and he ain't going to let you shortchange yourself. And uh, I think that that is why he has become as successful as a coach as he has been become. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm actually I'm I'm very proud to have him on the show right now. Yeah, uh, and definitely not somebody that 
he mentioned it and we can all kind of confirm that he's not about himself. He has two unified champs, but he, like you said, you know, are you competing with the other guy? He's like, no, yeah. my guy's not winning. Who cares? Yeah. Like nobody's going to be like, Oh, Derek James did a good job in a losing <laughs> effort. Yeah. He, he's all about his guys getting better and doing, being the best they can be. Yeah. And I, I'm going to tell you this, Sean, we got to stop having your potential opponents and people on. Now I think the dude cool. Now I got to <laughs> show respect to him. Cause you know, when you fight, I'm coming at people next. Yeah. He don't know me and him that got an argument before, but you know, now I, now I got respect <laughs> for the guy. It has to be different. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll slow up on that. Yeah, no, 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 we're good. But Keep no, going. same here. You know, same here because, like I said, I don't, I've never really had a genuine conversation with him, not more than, yeah. you know, five minutes. And it's just the typical, you know, boxing, how you doing, where you guys going, yeah, that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? So I think you, you guys needed that besides all the BS that the other YouTube channels make, like spreading rumors. Like, come on. That's where, where, where did it say that at? What we've never found that, <laughs> but that's right, so why. Did you ever find it? No, that's was, why. There was, was no there. That's why we like started detox. the Portaway podcast because there, yeah. you're not gonna get here. You're not gonna get animosity. You're not gonna get drama. You're not we gonna get real. You're not gonna get BS. You yeah, know what I mean? muted my mic last week. Yeah. Because you started going into some BS that don't belong on the Portaway podcast. <laughs> but, like, it's no bias. We go at Sean. Yeah. It's, it's nothing. We keep it real. And I got so much more Sean from Coach than, than I expected to get from, from Coach Derek James. Yeah. Like, you know, I just wanted to come on. I wanted to see, like, you know, how did you feel about everything going on with Arrow? And, you know, hey, how are, how are things going to gonna be moving forward and I mean I got I got so much more than that I got life lessons for myself another part of my podcast is being able to motivate and inspire people and when I can bring on a guest to do that and it's not just on me like boom the, the job has been done you know what I mean so no doubt appreciate him coming yeah. on today no um, doubt and uh should we close here? <laughs> yeah, we got we got two big fights coming up this weekend. Oh yeah oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. well one and a half big fights. <laughs> Uh, How can you get back to? I don't know. But well, half is Triple G. Triple G fights on Friday. We're gonna let Carson uh, take this. I don't think you second. can say that. I don't think you can say that. I can't. I Why not? I mean, you can say it. I can't. Oh, <laughs> I, I think any, I don't. It's not like I don't respect the guy he's fighting. I'm just not familiar with just him, and I don't think anyone's like. Have you heard people like, "Oh man, I can't wait to see Triple G fight this guy." So I mean, that's that's where I'm coming from on that. But Car- Carson, last time I said that, Julian Williams got knocked out. Sean, you oh, remember man. that day? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Who, who, which one? Which? Oh, I don't want to say which time the Jarrett gets stopped, but Rosario, Rosario, Rosario. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, well, man, you wild. Because <laughs> you know no. he always looking for the bets. Hey, man, what what he gonna do? Nah, I just, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. But no, I, I it's it's interesting to see Triple G is at kind of an interesting spot. He was like appointment viewing for a hot minute there. Like even when he was fighting guys that maybe you didn't think like were the elite of the elite, you watched cause triple G was like a mythical figure. And then last few years is kind of tapered off a little bit. So, um, it's still good to get him back in the ring. And then the next night Canelo and what are people are considering to be a really tough test for Canelo. Um, uh, get him out. who is it? It's, uh, it's Callum, Smith. Eight. Callum Smith. How many rounds you give him? And you say you say eight rounds? Eight rounds. Max. What you got, Carson? I don't know, man. I Carson, honestly, don't don't show me, Carson. No, no, no. I no, I, let me preface. <laughs> I typically would, would agree with you. I would say like probably the six to eight range, 
but people have gassed it up so much <laughs> and people that don't typically like that don't have a motive to gas it up are saying like, I don't know, Callum Smith like might be able to get him. I don't think so, but I'm very intrigued to see maybe what they, what they see in Callum Smith, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think well, this is a fight. I, I'm, y'all know me. I ain't about predictions, but I think this is a fight. You just kind of want to sit back and see how Canelo performs, uh, especially off of the, the layoff that he's been on, uh, kind of reintroducing himself to the 168 pound division and and then see what happens. I just yep. think that Canelo is a dynamite fighter. I think mm-hmm. he's one of the best fighters in the world. Um, and I and I find that I, I just have a hard time seeing anyone be able to control him for the course of uh, 12 rounds, especially if you're not someone who, who can really move and has a lot of speed and boxing ability and can sustain that for the duration of an entire fight. That's what mm-hmm. you need against Canelo. I just don't see... There's really... You You have to be Canelo from the outside. You Nobody's going to get him on the inside. Triple G, I don't even think, has come close to beating him on the inside. But people who have scored uh, one, if not both of those fights, a draw or possibly four, Triple G, they saw Triple G being able to hustle and, and, and beat him to the punch on the inside. I just think that when Canelo's on his game and he's not allowing you to do the things that you want to do, he's he's going to be very hard to beat, especially on the inside where, where I think most guys can only fight him at. You know, there's a select few. Uh, Caleb Plant is the number one who st- sticks out of my mind now that can box Canelo from the outside. But the big question with even uh, Caleb Plant is, can you sustain that and be consistent and do it over the course of 12 rounds? And stand up to the power. And stand up yeah. to the power. Um, take some shots. Make him miss and make him pay. That, you know, that's yeah. the name of the game. And I think especially for Canelo, you have to be a wizard at making him miss and making him pay. Uh, so uh, with that being said, this is the Portaway Podcast. Enjoy this episode. Uh, enjoy Derek James. Listen to his wisdom and his knowledge. We appreciate him for coming on. The and, Browns uh, will have already won by this point. There you You'll go. You'll be hearing this on Tuesday. I Browns did. won last night on Monday Night Football. Hey, we'll this is recorded out. on Sunday, so if I'm wrong, <laughs> I never said that. We got a big That's one against wild. the Ravens, too. They bumped us from yeah. Sunday Night Football to now Monday Night Football. So, Well, no, they bumped up. us. Next week from Saturday, oh. Sunday afternoon to Sunday night. You, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. no, yeah, this is a this is a get back game because we got smoked in week one. Absolutely. So. If we get this one back, we definitely in the playoffs. So yeah, I so like yeah. that. They won. They won last night convincingly. I wanted to. Sh- I wanted to shout out your uh, LSU Tigers though. Hey, that's what we do, baby. Hey, they showed up. LSU. LSU. It got kind of foggy. I think that helped. I ain't gonna lie. What you say? It got kind of foggy out there. I think that helped. Nah, forget that. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I bet. I bet on 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 Florida. Then once we couldn't win, I said, "Let's go, baby." <laughs> I'm Louisiana. Shout okay. out to uh, shout out to Columbus Crew won MLS Cup too. What the Boy. heck are you talking about? Hey, I'm talking about winning an entire league, not winning a regular season game. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. There you go. Shout Ain't out. nothing wrong with that. All right, y'all. This is the Port Away Podcast. Have a fantastic day. Don't tell me you didn't enjoy what you saw because I know you did. What you need to do now, hit that subscribe button, hit the like, hit that notification button. Check us out every week, every Tuesday, something new for you right here on the Port Away Podcast.